Welcome to Mystery Outsiders and Abs. I'm Kevin Weir. I'm Aaron Weir, and this is a teen drama fan cast. That it is, and it is Christmas time. Oh, okay, well, apparently. Mm-hmm. It's Christmas time here, it's Christmas time in Riverdale. Yeah. Uh, in our city, weather is weird. Weather, yes. And you know what? From what I understand, the rest of the country is very cold and has snow. <laughs> well, I mean, and the rest <laughs> of Calgary, from what I've just seen from like my friends on Facebook and social media, is they're like, Oh, it snowed this morning, but now it's all gone. And yet I look out my window. <laughs> and there's snow. There's snow. It's yeah. Christmas outside my window. We're having a real Riverdale-style weather pattern <laughs> happening here. Yeah. Where you're like, it's winter when we want it to be. <laughs> well, when it decides to be. Sometimes. Sometimes. But you know what we do have with this season is Christmas movies. And Netflix has apparently decided to do a thing where they make their own terrible Christmas movies. They made their own Hallmark movie, essentially is what it is. Oh, there's several of them. There's another one that just came out. And they all star C- They all star CW stars. Because <laughs> I know there's the Christmas Prince. So the Christmas Prince has um, Rose... Oh, what's her last name? Oh, it's gone now. Ro- uh, the lead girl from um, iZombie. All right. And guys, it's so good. It's not good. It's plot. It's, <laughs> well, it's full of plot holes. It's trash is what it is. It's, it's the best It's trash. beautiful trash. Well, because Netflix did put out that tweet where they're like, <laughs> to the 53 people who watched Christmas, Christmas Prince, Prince eight, every, day. every day for 18 days in a row who hurt you. <laughs> and I'm like, that's funny for them to do themselves. Because you, you, you are more than allowed to make something and be like, this is not good, but it is fun. And people like it. Yeah. But they just rolled out another one that I watched today. No. Called The Christmas Inheritance. <laughs> starring Eliza Taylor from The 100. Wouldn't it be great if they're all just like the Christmas blank and then at the end we get like a, a Christmas uh, cinematic universe. Turns out they're all they're in the all same They're all connected. Un- they're all connected. And they get super dark for the last one called like. The Christmas End. The something. Christmas End. The Christmas Apocalypse. <laughs> well, then Thanos comes down. Yeah, and then they all have to band together. <laughs> they all have to band together. All the CW heroines have to band together to fight Thanos <laughs> with the power of whimsy. <laughs> <laughs> and plan him the best wedding. Yeah. Something like At Christmas that. time. At Christmas time. It's very hard. Still a Christmas movie. Still a Christmas movie. All this takes place over about four weeks. And somehow everything is open on Christmas Day, so they can just run out to the shop and get more decorations. Yeah, yeah. It's so convenient. Yeah. What a, what a, what a good Christmas for Thanos. <laughs> he loves it. His heart grew three sizes on that day. Yeah, which is why it's so easy to beat him, because he's easy to punch an enlarged heart. It's true. They just punch right through his chest. <laughs> <laughs> It's a weird twist ending to what a, what up to that point was a very like sweet movie, and then it just ends with just with just Rose, the person from uh, I Zombie, just punching through his chest. I mean, she is used to doing stunts, so <laughs> yeah, no, that's why she's the one who does it. What is her last name? It's not Byrne or McGowan. No, I can tell you that. I know, it, guys. I could look this up, but instead just tweet it at me. <laughs> just tweet it at me. Be my Google. <laughs> look it up for me and report back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's uh let's get into this episode. Yeah, it's, we're uh, on it. We're on a timeline today. We got a Christmas party to go to. We do. Yeah, we got to make some Christmas. quesadillas. Yeah, we got, we're going to bring some quesadillas to a Christmas party because this is Canada. <laughs> <laughs> Winter is weird right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this is episode nine, Silent Night. Deadly Night. Silent Night, Deadly Night. Hey, 
So I'm trying to figure out if that's a reference to the movie Silent Night, Deadly Night. Or if they were just like, hmm, <laughs> it's Christmas. Which is a real death. Which is a real bad B movie. Oh, this is a real B TV show. But the most important thing that we get out of this episode is timeline affirmation. I, Which is that it's Christmas? Kevin, I told you we hadn't had Christmas yet. They would have shown us. But Aaron, you have to understand you have to understand why to me that sounded so insane. Well, especially because it took Jughead so long to switch schools. I just assumed he was switching at the beginning of the new semester. Well, and also I thought they like Mr. Whether we talked about a lot of stuff happened in that first like <laughs> month yeah, and a bit. Yeah. And, it was, and there was also like it was it was the season of um what do you call it? It's maple syrup season, like, partway through. Which you were convinced happens in February. I thought it does happen in February. Not in Riverdale. Actually, maybe that explains why the Blossoms don't have any money. <laughs> because they're very bad at maple syrup. <laughs> they begin their maple syrup season in October. The syrup's real bitter. Yeah, it's not. It's not good it's syrup. It's pretty much just, like, tree sap yeah, at that point. I mean, they mostly focus on their heroin. That's true. That's why they have no money. Maybe, that, maybe heroin season is in October. Mm. Do we do we know when heroin season is? Guys, anyone? Hey, dogs. Dogs are in the room. Do you know when it's heroin season? No, no. They're just ignoring I'm me. I'm going to assume October. But it's Christmas time. Uh, Archie and Luke Perry are selling Christmas trees. <laughs> Christmas tree shop. Outside pop dates. And you know why Luke Perry Andrews has no money? Is because he's bad at business. He gives Jughead a free tree. He gives Pop Tate a free tree. Well, he's just giving away his money. But they're not going to give Cheryl a free tree. No. So, uh, so Jughead and Archie start by talking a little bit of relationships, and they both seem to think they haven't broken up with their girlfriends. Yeah, they just mentioned it's difficult, but later it's been clarified that they both also sort of understand that they're broken up. They really don't want to explain to each it's other like. like don't want to reveal that they broke up well it's it's they're in quantum relationships so as soon as it is observed it ends so if they just keep pretending i mean that's how veronica did as soon as her relationship was observed it ended that's true uh we set up this is going to be a secret santa which i thought was going to be the party for this episode but instead it took place at school (laughs) and like five minutes later also i just want to point out this weirdness So Jughead asks Archie what he's doing for Christmas. And he's like, oh, me and my dad were going to go visit my mom in Chicago, which is weird. But then she booked a singles cruise. (laughs) Which is like (laughs) heart-wrenching in a way. Yeah. We were going to spend Christmas with my mom, but then she decided to spend it on a boat with a bunch of sexy boys. Just wants to drink that wine and (laughs) have those shimmies. Yeah, that's a... That's a terrible thing to do to your child. I, I mean, she abandoned her child with a dad who had been shot. So it's true. Which also, this has got to be like a month after Luke Perry just got shot. He has healed astonishingly yeah. well. Oh, trust me, we'll he talk. He's carrying that, those Christmas trees. Yeah. Well, I mean, we get to the plot point in this episode that he um he owes money to the hospital and he owes like eighty six thousand dollars. Yeah. And I'm like, well, that hospital is magic. So That's you know, true. so you know what. <laughs> I also think that $86,000 is actually not that much, considering he went to the emergency room. Because from what I know about American yeah. healthcare, Considering everything that he, like, had to have gone yeah. through to get a bullet taken out of him yeah. and to get all this stuff. I mean, he didn't stay there for that long. I, I think true. I think it compounds over days. Well, because you know our aunt yeah. had her thing where it turns out her colon had, like, twist – or her um, – 
intestine had like twisted on itself and yeah. died and they had to remove a part of it. Her hospital bill, because she went to the hospital in the yeah. States, was like well over a million dollars. If Now, she didn't pay it because of health care. Yeah. Did but... I ever um, – also, they mentioned insurance in this, which is like, yeah, yeah I have insurance. Yeah. Um, did I ever tell on this uh, podcast a story about when I thought my, like, foot was – in some way damaged or malformed. No. Um, so so I was delivering Yellow Pages, and mm. the shoes I was wearing that day were bad. Like, mm, they were yes. they did not fit me. And when we were done, and, like, that, I realized that I could not really put that much, like, pressure on my foot. Yes. So I went to the, uh, the just the walk-in clinic, uh, just up the street from our parents' house. And I went in, I'm like, hey. Um, I'm damaged. My foot hurts. <laughs> and they're like, Okay. <laughs> Do you have your uh, your uh, health your uh, healthcare card? I'm like, no, not on me. He's like, okay, well, fill this out. We'll yeah, we'll, we'll look figure it, it out. We'll look it up. Yeah. And then I went, then I went in there and I talked to the person. I'm like, my foot hurts. <laughs> and then she poked it a few times. She's like, well, there's a hurt. And like, like I, I don't really know. Like, it's hard to put <laughs> pressure on it. And she's like, okay, well, I mean, if you want to, you can put like this like this ointment <laughs> stuff on it. Uh, you can get that from like next door from this prescription, and it's like twenty five bucks. Yeah, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> and then I walked out. <laughs> yep. Like, the, oh, I know. When we go to the doctor here in Canada, yeah, I often don't bring my health card either. I know you're supposed to carry it with you all the time, but ours are laminated, so they don't yeah. fit in the holes in a wallet anyway. That's also, I just feel super comfortable going to the doctor for like, like I one of my ears likes to produce a lot of earwax and it seals up. <laughs> And it's gross, and I hate it. And so I just go to the doctor, and he just sprays water in my ear. <laughs> and then you just walk out. And I walk out. <laughs> I have never once, like, even looked at the reception desk when I walk out of the doctor's clinic. I'm like, bah, 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 yeah. Bah. yeah, I've never taken my wallet out in the doctor <laughs> in doctor's office for a walk-in thing. Oh, I did have to get a doctor's note once, and those cost $25. Well, but that's too... But that's because I bought a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I did not buy a doctor's note. The doctor's <laughs> note was for a legitimate thing. Well, also, well, doctors don't usually like doing doctor's notes because they waste their time when yeah. it's usually just, like, a company being like, well, we want to make sure that you're not pretending to be sick. So we got a doctor's note, and the doctor's like, I don't like doing this. I have actual <laughs> patients, patients to, to heal. Anyway, anyway, that's, anyway, that's, that's the difference between the Canadian healthcare system and the American that's, healthcare that's system. Healthcare. Uh, so we get Betty, and she wakes up to uh, a to, very to Holly. Holly acting as if she has some sort of very yeah. come, come down. It, it, he's here, I think she, she says. Yeah. And at this point, I'm like, oh, that's a dream. another dream. This showed us so much dreams, so many dreams, so many dream sequences. And like Polly is acting like she's five. Yeah. So we caught on real quick. Also, Polly's there. Yeah, Polly's there. Uh, but, like, they, they go down, and Alice and Hal are, like, in a tableau, effectively. And then there's Santa, but it's not Santa. <laughs> but he turns around, and he has a Santa hat on and a black hood. Cause, cause He's a black hood. He's a black hood. Um, <laughs> he reminds me of, like, Deadpool Santa. <laughs> yes. Just because the concept of wearing a hat over a hood is so dumb. It's insane. And then he walks toward her with a knife. And, and Flash, her family's dead. And, and he's then crawling she over the thing. And, just, and uh, uh. now it's winter again. There's snow outside. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Very important. There is snow outside, but never on the ground. <laughs> never on the ground. It's only in the in the sky because this is Vancouver winter. <laughs> and the snow, it does not stick. No, no, no. No, no, no. No, no, no. 
I'm sure I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but Kevin, do you remember the time we got sent home from school because they thought it might snow that afternoon, and if it snowed, the buses couldn't get up the hills? That's scary. (laughs) (laughs) We live in a place with a lot of snow, guys. So we cut into a storyline for this episode that is... Insane. (laughs) It's insane. Uh, Where, (laughs) in this first one, we get Cheryl talking to her mom... And her grandma. And so her grandma. thank God her grandma didn't burn in that house. Yeah, I guess she was out. I or don't something. know how she got rescued, but yeah, Grandma Rose is still around. And essentially, this scene is Cheryl showing disbelief for the fact that they're poor now. I also have disbelief about the fact that they're poor, and we don't need to go into this because we already talked about it. Heroin was their real business, <laughs> but like the business is still running. Yeah, money should still be coming in. And yeah, their house burned down, but again. Insurance? They have a second house. Yeah. They do have a second house. Yeah. There's no reason for them to be poor. And it sounds like the official story is that it was an accident. So there was definitely an insurance payout. (laughs) Also, if your daughter Chaotic burns your house down, I think insurance still covers it. I mean, they might not cover it because it's arson. But it might be because she's on the the policy holder. Yeah. It counts. I I feel like you must be covered against insane relatives. (laughs) I mean... I mean, yeah, no, because you would be covered against arson if someone else burned your house. I think because Cheryl's not the policyholder, yeah. but I think she would have to be convicted for that to, like, that to For that out. to stick. She might also have to go into the Sister of Holy Mercy and Sorrow. Let's <laughs> yeah. be real. So Silent Mercy, I think it was. <laughs> I wrote it down, but I don't care. I don't care to know. So, <laughs> well, well, but if there's anything we learn about this, uh, this world, is that crime does not affect business. Because no. also the lodges went to jail. And they're, and they're good. They're, Still rich? That's yeah. Great. They're, they're, they're doing fine. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to buy a shiny egg. <laughs> yeah, it's just a Fabergé egg. <laughs> um, you know who else doesn't have any money? Luke Perry yeah. Andrews. This is when we learn about the hospital bill. It's because like... his uh, chickens that we have been waiting to land for the entire season have finally landed. Those chickens, they came home to roost. What are you talking about? I've been saying that there was going to be a medical bill. Oh, for okay. so long. Yeah, but uh, t- yeah, yeah, you're right. Aaron. There was there was a medical bill. <laughs> to be fair, I got lost in that chicken metaphor. Yeah, Veronica has lots of money though. Yeah, she's bought gifts for everyone. Yeah, so because they're doing the Secret Santa thing, and uh, of course Veronica will spend so much money on Secret Santa. And also, the Secret Santa seems lame. It seems like everybody still bought each other a present. Yeah, but they also bought a Secret Santa They present. also bought a Secret Santa. Well, maybe Kevin was just worried he wouldn't get any presents, because no one bought presents for Kevin. <laughs> but yeah. the poor four all bought presents for each other. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we have a quick cut over to uh, Jughead and FP, where they fight about crime and drugs, and Soft Boy brings in a bag. Yeah, and FP keeps on being like, I don't want you involved! And I'm like, Ugh. And Jughead's like, but... It's I'm my the, problem. I'm the one she has has on video delivering drugs. You're and the I'm one like, she has on video delivering a, a box. box. And you continue to be 16. <laughs> that you do not know what's in it. You're 16. Yes. She told you it was pancake mix. You believed her because you're a dumb, dumb kid. Because <laughs> why would you deliver drugs? You're a good, good boy. So now that Jughead lives in his dad's house, yes. I don't understand why he can't go back to Riverdale High. It hasn't come up. I, I think at this point he doesn't want to. Oh, he loves the South Side. He, oh, he loves the serpents. <laughs> he, he has finally realized it's good to be a part of a club. <laughs> He's got hardcore into it. Clubs are fun. 
Let's talk about the Secret Santa. Why are they having this party at the school? Why is the Secret Santa so it's sad? It's so sad and it's, lame. It's like gray-toned and nobody wants to talk. No one's excited about their gifts. And we cut in at the end where, like, Veronica gets a couple's massage from Josie. And then Josie's like, you can go with your mom. Or Betty. And then Reggie's like, I'll go with your mom. And then I'm like, oh, I love Reggie. <laughs> and then, then. Moose... So Moose was in the hospital for way longer than Fred Andrews. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think Moose got shot like three times. I mean, he did get shot a bunch, but he all, but I mean, man, his hospital bill. Oh, oh man. Has, and he has a cane. Yeah. Can you imagine how much that cane must have cost? But of course, the most important thing about this moment is that Archie cannot see Moose because it no. makes him feel sad. Kevin, the most important oh, thing sorry. is that Reggie jumps on the table oh, yeah, and right. runs over this, to hug his best this, friend. This is the moment where we see a little bit of, yeah, Reggie. He's so happy that He's his so happy. there. He's so pure. His heart. Oh. His heart his, his heart already grew three sizes. It grew three sizes at the beginning. <laughs> He's just such a pure good boy. Uh, oh. but, but Archie can't see Moose because it makes him think of the Black Hood. And I'm like, oh, Archie, you really have been dating Veronica. Because <laughs> I'm like, but what about me? What about my emotions? I bet Moose would want to see me because, you know, I'm one of his best friends. But, but I can't, I can't see, him. see him. I can't see him. I can see my father, though. <laughs> But Every I day. Can, but I can't see Moose. I can only look at one person so, who's been shot a day. So let's be clear. Moose is probably one of the few people that... that do you think Archie thinks Moose was his fault? Yes. Because that's the most insane one for him to think is his fault. Yeah, that was definitely the Jingle Jangle's fault. And also, there's also the teacher, the one who actually died. <laughs> yeah. Who, had, who Archie had nothing to do with, really. Has never met. Yeah. Yeah. So I think he should be over his whole, they're coming after people I love thing. Because really it was... Luke Perry and Miss Grundy. It's true. But Archie hasn't moved on to his next programming yet. No, I guess fair enough. Uh, we How, have conveniently, this... they're in the hallway, yes. which means they can see a different janitor. Yeah, Betty spots that this janitor is not the other janitor. This janitor has a beard. And these kids are aggressive. Be <laughs> aggressive. Be, be aggressive. Can you imagine? I want you to imagine from the janitor's <laughs> perspective where he's sitting there or standing there and mopping. he's like mopping the floor. And these kids come and go, who are you? He's like, what? Huh? <laughs> I'm just doing my job. Who are you, buff teenager? <laughs> Why are you shouting at Don't me? Don't bully me. So they bully the adult into finding out that Mr. Swenson has been out all week. Yeah. Then they go bully the secretary into getting more details. The secretary <laughs> The secretary says that she brought soup to him and just left it on his front door. Because he gets sad around the holidays. He gets sad around the holidays. <laughs> Probably because his family was murdered. But we don't talk about that. He has a different last name now. Yeah, it's funny how they keep on talking about this, like, like you know... The, Betty and Archie mentioned that, like, with him dis his missing, oh, maybe the the Black Hood found out about him because we were looking into him. Oh, no. Oh, like, we revealed yeah. his secret. I'm like, there's no way this is really as much of a secret as you think it this is. This is the world's worst kept secret. So I kind of just want this secretary <laughs> to be like, yeah, you know, his family that was murdered. Yeah, we that's all why know. he changed his last name. Yeah, before when he was, you know, Conway. <laughs> his family was murdered, fam and he, it makes him sad. So I bring him the soup. <laughs> Um, so the kids are very, very bad at breaking up. They all give each other presents still, and you just know these are romantic presents. Yeah, I mean, Veronica, here's the thing. This is another, like, so I can create mind stories for Veronica better than I think this series can. <laughs> because we get another hint of the um, the Veronica who doesn't understand. The, un 
the good unaware kind of Veronica, not the bad mm. kind of. Where she thinks, well, I bought this for him. It's so nice. Well, the moment where she says, did I make it worse? I'm like, oh, that's like a good moment because she yeah. literally does not know. She does not know if she made it worse. Now, Archie is a sweet, sweet boy, and he lies. Yeah, she made it worse. She gave him a watch that says, I love you. Well, it doesn't say I love you. It says, like, like yeah, it says like, yeah. His, his, the nickname she has for yeah, him. Yeah, it's essentially and... a love watch. It's a, it's a love watch. It's for him to look at all the time and be like, ah, uh, her. But now he's like, oh. And then he goes, oh, no, things are just bad at home because we owe $86,000. Yeah, to that magic ho- Oh, unfortunately, my, da- my dad ticked the use magic one. <laughs> Box. I mean, that's why he's having those hallucinations. They're doing spells on him. He never thought he would need it. <laughs> and but. then Veronica says another line. I'm like, oh, like, once again, another hint towards my mind cannon thing. Where she's like, I want to hug you. And, and I'm like, like, that's such a weird thing to say. She says, I want to help you. I want to hug you. And yes. I'm like, that's not help. <laughs> also, also. She tries like, to hold his hand. Yeah. And I'm like. I like this awkwardness she does. Yeah. When, when yeah. she's just like, I don't, how, she should be more robotic than Archie is. <laughs> I don't know how to, how do I, I don't know how to make you feel better other than being like me, but, but I. But also. Yeah. We also sort of brushed over this, but Betty and Jughead also exchange gifts. Betty sasses Jughead that he doesn't get to choose when she puts herself in danger. Yeah. She chooses when she puts herself in danger Which and is with whom. Whenever she can. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be clear. And Jughead's like, oh. And then they exchange gifts. And she gives him a ridiculously big one. Which we find out what it is later, and but, it's great. Yeah, but the size of the Yeah, thing the box she gave, is too big. It's too big for what she gives him, even. Betty is one of those people, I'm sure, who puts like a box inside a box inside a box. I mean, so just, no one I knows. Mean, we can just say what it is. It's not like as a spoiler yeah, it's a thing. She, she gives him a typewriter, but the box she gives him in is so wide. The typewriter's not that wide. I feel like Betty's one of those gift wrappers who's like, <laughs> I'm going to keep this hidden. Oh, we forgot to mention during the Secret Santa, Archie gives Betty a gift that he spent zero money on because he conformed to the rules. Yeah. But it's like the most heartwarming of gifts because yes. it's a throwback to their childhood. Yes. Archie gives Betty the perfect gift, which is very important. Yes. But also, they still have no chemistry. Nope. It's just. Yeah. It's just very sweet. Very sweet. So then, the serpents do some charity. <laughs> yeah, the, the serpents are doing t- toys for tots. That's effectively because what they're doing. that's what they do at Christmas time. They give back to the South Side. Yeah. Once again, the serpents are not a gang. The serpents are a club. They're just a club. <laughs> they're, Apparently, they're a club of do-gooders. They're a club of people with tattoos who give toys to kids in need. And also meals on wheels for old people who don't have families. You know what? I bet they also go with um, kids who have to face their accusers in court. I'm I bet, sure I they bet do. they do that stuff as well. Yep. Yeah. These guys are just... Everyone except for Soft Boy. Oh, soft Boy. <laughs> who just loves being a drug runner. He does love being a drug runner. Shut up, Soft Boy. So Archie <sighs> saws a tree, and Betty and Archie decide to go investigate... They want to go check on Mr. Svensson. And then we... Then it gets real weird. We get a little bit more of whatever Cheryl's doing in this episode. This entire episode of Cheryl is like, oh, we should probably use Cheryl. We should probably use her in this. So she comes up and is like, Archie, I want to buy a tree. The best tree. And Archie's like, no, I can't do it, but I'll introduce a totally new character. (gasps) Kevin, that's who the man at the end was. Uh, What? Why? Why is that a connection? No, it was him. No, but why is that the connection? That's how she paid for the tree. But, but <gasps> I oh, I don't think so. I think so. I don't think that's implied. Uh, <laughs> we'll talk about this. Cheryl buys a tree. All right. 
So then there's this really cool, like, tilty shot when Betty and um, Archie tried to go investigate Mr. Svensson's house. You mean, a, a, like, a Dutch tilt? Yeah, it was All awesome. Right. However, the most important part is Betty's fashion is on point in the scene. She's wearing this, like, great beige coat, and she has these earmuffs. Oh. I was going to say the most important part was that the soup was still sitting outside the door. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's been kidnapped. Uh, we get this weird cut where it makes us think that when the door opens, Jughead's- Jughead is there. But then it reveals that, no, Jughead was opening the door for Jack Walsh, FP's parole officer. Great. That's all we need to know. Yeah, that's, that's, that's <laughs> the thing. He's like, hey, I'm, so, uh, I'm FP's parole officer. Now Veronica is very, very angry that she's rich. Yeah, so Veronica, once again, <laughs> something has become aware to her. So, of course, she's irate about it. She's now upset. That her family is buying gifts when when um Luke Perry can't afford his hospital bills, and she says, and I quote, "He's selling Christmas trees just to scrape scrape through scrape up a few extra dollars. That's the kind of man he is. That's the kind of dad he is." And her parents are like, "Whoa! Like, why are you like this now? What prompted this? Why are you attacking us? You went to school for one day. <laughs> now you're- look at what you're wearing." Now you're angry about the inequities in the world. When did this happen? But you're taking it out on the wrong people. Remember remember last season when you were sad that you were poor-ish? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> when you told a whole bunch of poor people. Well, middle class people. Comparatively poor. Yeah. Um, yeah, comparatively poor people of how sad you were that you weren't as rich as you were before. <laughs> yeah. Ah, uh, but now it affects you directly. I mean, in a way, through Archie. <laughs> So she demands that her parents pay Luke Perry Andrews' hospital bills. Yeah. And they're like, no. no. <laughs> her dad is like, we've used up her charitable contributions for the year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's a weird bit. So meanwhile, at the garden cottage or whatever that house is called. Thistle house? Thistle house? Thistle grove. Cheryl saves Christmas. By creating a monstrosity of a tree. <laughs> so red. Yeah, so the <laughs> what now we are told there's a tree under there. I don't believe it. I think it's just there's, a it's just a stack of red decorations. Yeah, there's no evidence. There's all those like red flowers. Like what are those called? What are those? Poppies? They're not poppies. They they have the long feather, the, oh, the long feathers. The long, long feathers. They're they're bird they're bird flowers. <laughs> you know, they're bird they're flowers that are also birds, Aaron. Well, there we go. We don't need to find the name. Yeah, so, bird it's, so it's just a pile of bird flowers. <laughs> with red ribbons. With red ribbons fluttering about. And Grandma Rose is just sitting there, like, touching the ribbons with one finger. Because <laughs> her sanity is gone. Yeah. And then she taunts her mom about how she has no job skills. Like, and then and leaves her the room. Mom better figure out a way to pay for all the things that Cheryl bought. Yeah. Like, Oh, maybe you could go ask Mr. Lodge for a job. But then you'd have to tell him that you have no work skills. Your only skill is being a terrible mother. Oh, remember when we bonded? It's gone now. I'm crazy. And then she leaves the room. <laughs> yep, that happens. <laughs> she, Cheryl is just fluttering from insanity to insanity this episode. Speaking of insanity, Alice Cooper got some Valium. Oh, yeah. She's like... She is full, like, 1950s, like, housewife. She Christmas on crack. She has so many cookies. So many. She made them for Poppy. She made it for Polly. Polly. She made it for those bird flowers. (laughs) Just in case the bird flowers come home to roost. Well, if the bird flowers come home to roost, 
They'll want the cookies. And I made them. Or else they burn their house down like they burned down the uh, Thorncliff house. That's what happened. The bird flowers. <laughs> it was the bird flowers all along. Wait, so the bird flowers are phoenixes? No, I mean, <laughs> yes, but that's unrelated. <laughs> of course. <laughs> And then I guess Cheryl, I mean, Cheryl still did it. She just used the bird flowers to do it. And then she tamed them and made a tree out of them. Aaron, how are you not following this very, very simple line of logic? I don't know. This is what Riverdale is about. It's about the bird flowers. It's about, in the end, the Black Hood will be just a collection of bird flowers. In a trench coat. In a trench coat with green eyes. (laughs) Oh, oh, oh. All right. Betty gets a present. It's from the Black Hood. It's a finger. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's make it clear. It was just put on their uh, porch, and Alice Cooper was like, "This probably isn't something bad." <laughs> there's, there's no way this is a murder present. Anyway, Betty, here you go. I put it in your room because you know why not. So what the Black Hood wants is for Betty to find the primal sin. Yeah, he gives he gives another one of those speeches where yeah. he's like, like. Jo- uh, Joseph Conway is a, a sinner, and if you want to save him, you must discover the truth. You must learn the primal sin of this town. And then Archie... is <laughs> like, no! We're done with this! <laughs> hey, screw you, man! <laughs> the black hood hangs up. And then <laughs> Betty's like, what do we know about him? And I'm like, he told those guys to kill someone. But Archie hasn't told her that because he forgot. He's told her everything else about Joseph Conway. He he even brought up something that Joseph Conway did not tell. He brought up something that was not in the episode. Which is he brought he brought up that like before he was Joseph Svetson. He was at the Sisters of Quiet Sorrow. Yeah, <laughs> he was at the Sisters of Muted Sadness, <laughs> and, he, and he was there, and Joseph Conway, surely they must know something, and I'm like, how did you know this? Yeah, and no why, one told you that. Just tell her that he made, that he told them with the, deep. <laughs> and at this point, I'm like, I mean, clearly he fingered the wrong person. Yeah, obviously. I mean. <laughs> he was looking at that picture with such sorrow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that photo of happy people over a grave. <laughs> It's such a... So, Aaron. Yeah, Kevin? What are you drinking tonight? Uh, Oh, you're right. You do say Aaron, and then I respond, and then you... Was that last episode? I was... Didn't respond because I, I don't know if it was last episode, but you, but apparently, I think it was last episode. Oh, all right, well, not noticing the trends, huh? I don't know. So, today I am drinking a Cab Merlot from Bighorn Vineyards. I bought this wine because they were sampling it at the wine store, and also it only cost nine dollars, which I understand Americans, you guys can buy like two dollar wine. <laughs> that does not happen here. No, a nine dollar wine is like. A great value. Well, I mean, that's because Canada doesn't really have, like, I mean, we have vineyards. Yeah, but not a lot. Yeah, and they're all in, like, Ontario? There's some in Ontario and some in BC. Oh, yeah, BC would have vineyards, yeah. yeah. But at least our vineyards aren't on fire. That's <laughs> true. That's a bad so. joke. Please <laughs> stay away from the flames. Don't get burned. 
Oh my god, Kevin. The magnificent big horned sheep of the Rocky Mountains have inspired the pride and quality of this classic wine. Mm. Bighorn Cab Merlot is made from carefully selected grapes grown from some of the world's finest vineyards and has the reliable character that delivers a clean smoothness. It's easy drinking and casual with a luscious aroma of black pepper, strawberries, and plum. Food match with grilled burgers or hearty stews. That's yeah. not a sentence. Food match. With, with grilled Is with with it? That's weird. Yes. Food match with grilled burgers or hearty stews. No, I can see that. It's weird. It's a little bit weird grammatically, but I think it, I think it works. So, so essentially someone way in the past was looking at a bighorn sheep was like, man, look at that sheep. I Look at it. Wine. I should make a wine. <laughs> yeah, there's. I don't. I didn't know the bighorn sheep were smelled like black pepper, strawberries, and plums. Somebody, somebody, there you go. When I went up and sniffed a sheep and was like, "What does it smell like to you?" Plum. Ah, I'll uh. make a wine like that. <laughs> so, Kevin, would you like some of this wine? I don't want any of your sheep wine. Oh, but the sheep are so delicious. Mmm, mm. mm, sheep blood. Oh, no. <laughs> so Veronica has once again invaded her father's study where she is never supposed Post. to be able to go. And she goes literally all the time. Yeah. And she's just searching for stuff. Yeah, she's do- just doing some detecting. So this is all, we, one of the things we learned is that apparently uh, Hiram Lodge bought Hermione just a Fabergé egg. I mean, they talked about it, and he did buy it. Just a sparkly egg. sparkly egg. Okay, so they are wasting their money. Absolutely. Like, real hardcore. 100%. Well, I mean, now he's back, and they can make money again. So rich. Mm, Yes. She also finds the land deed for Pop Tates, and then she leans back in the chair with satisfaction. What do you think she was in there looking for? She was just looking for some evidence that her dad sucks. (laughs) She just does it regularly. Or she was looking for $86,000. Yeah, I mean, that's that's what when we first saw it, it's like, okay, leading from what we just saw her do, is this her just looking for a loose $86,000? She's going to find it lying around. Her parents won't even notice. <laughs> hey, did you find, did, did I leave $86,000 on my, on my desk? I don't know. You don't allow me in your study. That's right. No one's allowed in my study. Yet everyone's allowed in my study. Especially Archie. <laughs> so the bag of gifts... That FP has in the next scene. <laughs> okay, so, well, I mean, we should we should explain that, like, there's that bag that was brought in earlier. Yeah. That we thought was full of drugs. And it's just sitting on the table when the parole officer was there, I think. I think so. Which, and Jughead was worried about it. Yeah, which, but it turns out, no, it's not full of drugs. So, I'm confused. <laughs> Did FP buy the gifts and put them into the bag, or are the gifts from Penny Peabody? No, no, because remember, the people who bring it in is Softboy. So FP sent Softboy to buy, go buy gifts for Jughead and Jellybean and their mom. Yes, absolutely. Which is very sweet. I see nothing wrong with that. Not the Softboy component. Like, <laughs> FP should have done the shopping himself. But I guess when you lead a gang, you can yeah, delegate. I, I mean, you might not have much time to do that. That's true. But yeah, so it's a bag full of gifts, and his plan was that they would drive down to Tacoma? Yeah. Um, Toledo. Toledo. Yeah, close enough. <laughs> they drive down to Toledo uh, and surprise uh, the mother and Jelly Bean with these uh, these gifts, which is super sweet. And then Jughead loses his mind, and he's like, "What? First gifts, next drugs?" And you're like, "What? Wait, what? <laughs> Presents aren't a gateway to Drug. drugs. <laughs> gifts are not pot. How did this? How did Jughead do? Like, 
well, if his reasoning was like, okay, maybe it was presents this time, but next time, what if it's something different? Instead, he's like, now you're giving up presents. Next, you're giving out drugs. That's what Santa does, you know. It's true. But you he, know what? It's okay that he's being all crazy about this because he's 16. That's why you have to be careful with generosity because one day you're giving out presents. Next time, the next day, you're giving out cocaine. And you didn't know you had jangle. the cocaine, but you did, and you gave it out. Oh, it's called Jingle Jangle because it started with presents. And it's like Jingle Jangle <gasps> like a bell. Brilliant. This show's so smart. So then Veronica steals $86,000 from her parents. Well, she, she pretends to be Hermione Lodge on the phone yeah. and pays for Luke Perry Andrews' hospital bill. Which, which means that she just, like, Hermione Lodge just leaves a credit card at home for a her A black find. Amex. Yeah, so that's what I thought, like, so was she looking through the office to find that? Why would her mom's black Amex card be in her dad's study? Or was that scene completely unrelated? I think she's just snooping. <laughs> I'll start in the study, as I always start in. And then I'll just figure it out. I'll just move through the house. Yeah. So she pays for the hospital bill and says she wants it to be anonymous. Great. Great. Now the teens are taking charge of the world because back in the south side, the teens are going to deal with this Penny Peabody mm-hmm. pot problem. Jug- Jughead gives his Winston Churchill, it's time to deal with Penny speech. And the one of the things that uh, the Sweet Pea says is like, she's done so much for us. And then Jughead's and like... like yeah, she does things for you. And then how many favors does she ask for? And they're like, oh, that is a bad business yeah, model. So does she have dirt on all of them? Because that's not clarified. It's, it's She just has dirt on Jughead. And other than that, why don't they just cut her off? They don't need her. Yeah, she does nothing for them that someone else wouldn't do. And probably wouldn't be, they wouldn't be so afraid of them. They could send a better person to law school. It's not that hard to get in. <laughs> yeah, and especially considering how they're apparently a charitable group. Yeah, just send, send Jughead to law school. He'll be your lawyer. Or, or you know what? Just get another lawyer. Because yeah. you know what? All the yeah. stuff you have to go through. If they're so afraid of her, all the stuff they have to go through with her is not worth it. And the only illegal things they do are for her. So they could get a legal normal lawyer. Yeah, I, I just, uh, uh, we'll get back to Penny, but now we're at the it. sister of muted sorrow and sadness and mercy. Yes, the sisters of quiet quietness uh, are being very elusive. Well, yeah, because they can't actually share information about a former patient. <laughs> well, like I'm confused. HIPAA, it, it's is, a thing. Is it? A, but are I don't think they are technically. A hospital. But you don't think they're bound by, like, patient confidentiality? I don't think they're bound by Hippocratic Oath if they're not a hospital. If they're just a convent that takes in, like, people. Yeah, I don't know also I why mean, I'm worried about this because they also dole out corporal punishment. Yeah, so. I, and also, to be fair, I guess they could also be like, I mean, God says we can't tell you what's going on. That's true. But instead, mm-hmm. Betty threatens them and says that she'll reveal the corporal punishment Unless they help her. And that makes me like Betty a little bit less. <laughs> Betty, you should maybe reveal the corporal and punishment. And do it anyways. <laughs> like, that's not a good secret to keep. Yeah, they're still, like, they're come still on. They're still bad. <laughs> come on, sinner girl. They're bad people. Like, this is, <laughs> this is bad. Anyway. Uh, but, but they, um, okay. So this sister lady, whoever she is, she reveals that... The, the, the thing that Archie already knows, and Archie acts like he's hearing for the first time, and this gets me so angry I can't talk. So uh, she reveals that Joseph pointed out a man and people killed him. Yeah, and Archie's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I heard this before. <laughs> then she clarifies that because he was a child, he realized later that he may have, in his panic and sorrow, yeah. 
pointed out the wrong man. So he's not even sure if he did it or not. Yeah, he doesn't know. He just know. thinks he, – he's second-guessing himself now. And instead of being helped, he's in the sisters of quiet mourning. Yeah. And just, you know, spirals real deep. And then a bunch of people came and picked him up. Yeah. Including <laughs> a woman. A woman with shocking white no. hair and a red strip. Which is Grandma Rose, which means she's always had that hair. That's yeah. not old person hair. No. That's just, was she hit by lightning? Maybe she had a traumatic circumstance. <laughs> that shocked most of her hair, wiped yeah. left her that cool. It was cool, the opposite of what normally happens. That cool strip. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe her, her hair was white before, and then she had the shocking situation. <laughs> and then the red came and in. And then the red came in. <sighs> it, and, well, no, these are, not, these are the people who picked him up. These are the people who he told. Yes. Yes. He, he, yeah. told, he told a bunch of people. It's a bunch of men and one woman. The woman was Grandma Rose. So um, Penny Peabody gets kidnapped. Yeah. So she's by just, Jughead. Yeah, she's just hanging out alone in a warehouse. And then all these teens come wearing snake masks. <laughs> because it's intimidating. It's like when the, I mean, she knows it's Jughead. Yeah, and she knows it's the serpents. Why are they wearing masks? <laughs> it's like when the Red Circle wore the masks, but it's, but we know it's Archie. Yeah. It's just intimidating. But she's not really intimidated by that. Nope. She's Until a- they kidnap her. Yeah, because of course this would happen, Penny. Yeah, you're alone in a warehouse and you've been threatening people. <laughs> you've been threatening teenagers. She is so not scary. Not at all. She is so... Like, like, I don't know if she's supposed to have done other stuff that we're supposed to be afraid of. But all this show does is be like, oh, no, she's scary. Yeah, show her oh, being scary. Oh, no, trust, trust, no, no, trust us. She's scary. Give us some details. Uh, no, no, it's too scary for us to tell you these details. Uh, Just trust us. She's scary. Okay. But they put a bag over her head with no resistance and... Off they go. Off they go. So Veronica's parents storm on home because, duh, they figured out that she stole $86,000. <laughs> And she's like, I'm a part of this family. My name is on all of the documents, which, fair. Because she owns one-third of the company. Which was an insane thing for them to do. Yeah, and then Hiram is like, you you, you said you wanted a bigger part of this company, and now you do this? I'm like, wait, so she has been? What has she been doing? <laughs> she's been doing. She's been doing nothing, apparently. Wait, so, what's the bigger thing is that he unlocked his study door? <laughs> now you can so go in there. She needs to know the truth. And... That's what Hermione's like. It's like, I guess it's time to tell her the truth. But then she goes, you can't be daddy's little princess anymore. Now you have to be a grown-up and work. And I'm like, are you mad that your child is a child? I'm – do we want to just finish the Lodge storyline? Yeah, because so, there's not too much to it. Yeah, so we cut back and we do the thing that I hate when stories do this. Because guess what, guys? Now she knows everything. Yeah, so we cut back after she's learned everything and they do this – Super annoying thing where they talk around it. They're like, oh, now you know. I do know. It's pretty scary, right? Yeah, but I know it now. Mm-hmm. But I'm in on it, and I won't do anything illegal. Great. We're not doing anything illegal. But but then why are you so scared of telling her the truth? Yeah. What is What is going on that you're like, oh, no, it's not illegal, but... I think they have a secret plan to revitalize the South Side. <laughs> it's going to be another thing where it's like, no, no, it was presents. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. No one actually died. It's just presents. Miss Grundy presents. comes back. She's just presents. <laughs> it was, it, it's like the end of um, spoiler alert for uh, um, Wet Hot American Summer, uh, the the ten years later one. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you don't want to know that, skip ahead about a minute. But they um they, they revealed the end of it that like all this evil stuff was all just so the kids would get back would together. Come and back be, to camp. Yeah. 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 
It was a good ending. Yeah. We're like, like but, wait, but we wasted millions of taxpayer dollars sending a rocket into space? None of this stuff makes sense. <laughs> Spoilers done. So Jughead cuts off Penny Peabody's tattoo. Yeah, it's a pretty uh, brutal scene. And I'm yeah. like, and B- Penny does this weird thing where she, so she pulls up her sleeve and goes like, I'm a serpent, which means that you can't treat me like this. And I'm like, wait, do you, Penny, do you honestly think that they can't just be like, you're no, not a serpent. You're not a serpent anymore. Like, she, this is why I hate her so much. She seems to honestly think because she's got the tattoo, now she's untouchable. She can they, do whatever she wants. They all have the tattoo and none of them are being jerks. So essentially what they do is they drive her to Greendale and they're like, you're out of town now, be out of town. Go hang out with that weird Nazi lady. I am impressed that they took Jughead to the place where he cut the tattoo off. Oh, yeah. Because they're usually very afraid to have their main characters do bad stuff. No, nah, he he cuts off, the, he cuts it right, like we don't see it, but we see the knife go, like they're holding the arm, oh, he yeah. goes down. And you know you know what, from what I know of, Peter, uh, of Penny Peabody, mm-hmm. I can imagine her cutting and running at this point. But you know what? They needed to uh, take her cell phone. That's fair enough. Because she's, I mean, her footage doesn't mean anything. Yeah. But it would have been a real power play if they're like, now we have the footage. <laughs> yeah, that'd be, that'd be great. Just like, and break it. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure the video's on the cloud, but. It's just. It's just dumb. Yeah. It's just like, dumb. I'm sure there'll be like a return for this, but if they don't, but they haven't done any of the legwork for her. No. So it's not going to work. No. Um. So. We find out that the preacher was actually buried a lot. Oh, so Archie and Betty go to see Grandma Rose. Yeah, she's creepy and crazy. <laughs> we get a little bit more of Cheryl just being Doing about, stuff. being about. Yep, yep. She, uh, so she's like, "Yeah, come on in. It's going to be fun. We'll talk to my grandma. She'll enjoy it so much." One second later. I hate that you're doing this. How dare you ask her a question? <laughs> I thought you were just going to come in here and stare at her like I do. <laughs> so we find out from Grandma Rose that this man was not hung. He was buried alive. Mm, yes. And also Betty's grandfather was there. And also there was a photo taken by someone. someone. <laughs> she was not there because no girls allowed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yep. But they uh, they took a photo under the devil's hand. So... They're out in the car. Betty's flipping out. Archie talks Betty down. Yeah, because Betty's like, my my grandfather was involved in this. I do have a touch of evil. Oh, maybe maybe this is why the Black Hood chose me, because my Ooh. grandfather. And I'm like, look, your family's weird and freaky. Let's not yeah, worry about this. Fine. So this. Because it's her great-grandfather who split up the yes. family. Or who was murdered by... By Cheryl's great-grandfather. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then her grandfather... Murdered, murdered a man th- a man who may have been the reaper so but there's no way to know no way to, well i'm sure we'll figure it out later <laughs> so i li- I'd actually like if they left that open-ended yeah, if it's not nice. very clear if if because if, if conway it, was just like afraid that he did yeah i think that's great because it feeds into the yeah, it's, yeah it'll be good so archie talks betty down and betty realizes that they have a bunch of her grandpa's old photos yeah so they should go and look at them they're at her house also they kiss in like the most chaste, and then like when they when they break, Archie's almost like, uh huh, all right, that happened. But the best part about this is that Cheryl's <laughs> watching them kiss. Yeah, Cheryl is just watching from a window, eating a candy cane. Because I'm sure she's going to use that somehow. There's no way she saw the kiss. <laughs> Cheryl she's can so, see anything. She's so high. She's up. a vampire. <laughs> that one of the skills vampire has is to see through the roofs of cars. It's like a- Little known skill. Weird skill, not used very much. 
but they can see right through the roofs of cars. Alright, then we already talked about Veronica. <laughs> then I, oh yeah, then Jughead says that he dealt with everything, and FP's like, you probably didn't. Well, he, he's like, she'll be back, and in my head I go, so? And Jughead also is like, so? The kids aren't friends with her anymore. Yeah, stop. You, Effie, stop talking about how scary she is and explain why she's so scary. Stop giving her power. Because apparently she has none. She has none. Because all she has are the serpents. Yeah. She and doesn't even serp- deal with the ghoulies. And the serpents just turned their back on her. Yeah. Does she still have that weird Nazi lady? And if she has them, why does she need the serpents? Well, she gives the drugs to the Nazi lady. Yeah. Yeah. But just use the ghoulies. Get in with a different gang, you dummy. <laughs> yeah, you can put the tattoo right over the spot where the other tattoo was. Okay, so this all moves very, very quickly. So I guess we'll try to uh, just describe it. So Archie and Betty realize the body was buried in Pickens Park because they see the picture. Yeah, so apparently uh, Grandpa Cooper just kept that fun photo around in a photo album. Everyone did. No, Betty's family put it in a photo album. He probably kept it in, like, a Soro box under his bed. (laughs) And they're just like, oh, look at this fun photo. Delightful. I think they said they're planting trees in Pickens Park, but it's a photo of like five men standing over a body-shaped mound. Smiling. (laughs) Smiling. And I'm like, who took that photo? So they run to Pickens Park where conveniently the Black Hood has set a trap just for them. Yeah. That no one else saw. So they find the upturned mount, and there's a tombstone put in it that says, Here's here lies Joseph Conway. So they think that he has they think the Black Hood has Barry has dug another grave where the first grave was yeah. and buried Joseph Conway alive. But they uh they, they dig, dig it, forever. They open up the uh the the coffin and there's nothing in it. In a shocking turn of events, the Black Hood walks up just at that moment and, and says, tells Archie, Archie to get in the chest and for Betty to bury him, at which point I looked at Aaron and said, "What is the point?" Psychological torture. It doesn't seem within the Black Hood's motives. The Black Hood has been trying to psychologically torture Betty all along. But why? Because she's too pretty. <laughs> is that really the reason we're going to go with? <laughs> do you, do you, that is as good Aaron, as any reason. Aaron, I'm going to ask you an honest question here. Do you want me to yes and that? Because I'll yes and it, but is that what you want to go with? I just think that's as good as any other reason because the show hasn't given us more. All right. The Black Hood is beauty shaming Betty. Yeah. Yeah, you're way too pretty. I bet if I make you sad... You'll be less pretty. You'll be less pretty. Your eyes will lose that glow. <laughs> but However, then... Betty and Archie are smart and called the police before they went to Pickens Park. Did they call the police? Yeah. Or did, I thought police just showed up. No, she of... said, call Sheriff Keller. Because I can imagine someone just, just being like, hey, there's... Look, I can't explain this. You should just go to the park. No, when they ran out into the night, <laughs> Betty right. said to call him. So, yeah, they, they called him. The sirens come. And then Betty smacks him in the face with a shovel. She also was shoveling very, very slowly as she pleaded. Yeah. But she was obviously just buying time until. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So she smacks him in the face with a shovel. He she... he takes it like a champ. Oh, yeah. We think he goes down. But then she turns around to get Archie out of the coffin. And the Black Hood has taken off running. Yeah. 
But he left his gun, which Archie picks up. Then we get to see Archie Robo run. It happens live. Yeah. (laughs) He paces Betty. He paces the Black Hood. Yeah, he's going so fast. We've never seen this before. You could hear his gears straining. So he catches up to the Black Hood, who I guess is going to commit suicide. Or just jump off the bridge into the water where they can't follow him, I suppose. I I don't know. I don't know what the plan is here. But Archie threatens him. He threatens him with that gun. And at which point, um, he like, well, the Black Hood like lunges to go over the, um, and then yeah, he lunges to go over the rail. Yeah. But then, for the first time ever, Sheriff Keller is an awesome cop. I don't. He, know. <laughs> he does cop things. I don't now, know. Granted, he probably shouldn't have killed the Black Hood. I don't even know if he needs because here's the thing: he wasn't threatening anyone that moment. He was going to jump into the river, which was right below them. He was super threatening, Archie. No, but he, but but when he he was unarmed and about to jump over a bridge, and and Keller's response was to shoot him dead. I mean, he should have shot him in a better way. Yeah, yeah, hundred like percent. The shoulder. Hundred percent. He probably shouldn't have just shot to kill. But I don't think Sheriff Keller has ever shot a gun before. So great work, Sheriff <laughs> Keller. You checked off that achievement box. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to give him as much credit as you gave him, but... I, I was just impressed that he did something. Yeah, but 100%. We, th- we think maybe Archie shot him, but he did not. It is... Sheriff Keller. Keller, and then he goes and he checks, and he's dead, and he pulls off the mask. And it's Joseph Severson. And then we pan over, and he didn't have an index finger. Because he cut off his own finger. Because he cut off his own finger, which uh, I'm, like, wondering, like, that should have been something you noticed. <laughs> I'm not convinced he's the real Black Hood. Oh, I'm 100% sure he's not the real Black Hood. Pretty I'm sure he's a copycat. Um, I, I actually think he was um, forced into it. Oh. Yeah, I think... I think and that's was... why he was running. Yeah. Mm. Well, yes. Also, you know why I don't think he's the real Black Hood? And this is not a great reason. Yeah. Um, a, narratively, it makes more sense for it to be someone else. Yeah. And they can't ask him because he's dead. But yeah. B, I don't think KJ Apa would have guessed that this random janitor... Yeah, was well, the black hood. Well, yeah, he also like he the eyes as, aren't right. Yeah, no, he definitely would have noticed the eyes. Yeah. Um, I also don't think it's him because I think from everything we learned about the black hood, he would not put himself in that position. Yeah. Because of course they're gonna call the cops. Yeah. Betty is done. Like I've always just assumed the black hood is somewhat magical because the stuff he knows is dumb. Like the amount of stuff he knows is just like the fact that he can look at everybody at once. Mm-hmm. So I'm just gonna go with the fact that he's magical. Kevin, maybe the Black Hood is Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Oh, that'd be great and dumb. <laughs> so, and then she has a spinoff where she's just a serial killer. <laughs> Not a redeemable one like Dexter, no. just a serial killer. Maybe a little bit like Hannibal, where she just toys with her friends. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's going to be Sabrina the Teenage Hannibal. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so then we just have a bunch of denouement. Yeah. Guys, this episode does not end with a voiceover. <laughs> well, it ends with Jughead not being able to explain what's, what's going, going on. What's uh, we, going on? Oh, we get, we get a sort of... We get another Cheryl bit. Oh, so yeah. Cheryl well, come- <laughs> so we get Christmas morning at each of the houses. Yes. Before we get to Cheryl, we need to point out that now Kevin is a pussycat. Oh, yeah. Kevin's... Well, the pussycats are gone. Oh. Though if you notice in the Secret Santa scene, in the back of the shop, there's a Battle of the Bands thing, and it says Josie and the Pussycats. So, I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, so over this entire scene, Josie and Kevin are singing yeah. Christmas songs. Yeah, because <laughs> he's a pussycat now. Yeah, sure. Why so not? anyway, we see Christmas mornings at each of the houses. Yep. Cheryl bounds down, wanting presents. And then she finds a, a Santa hat. She's like, Santa! 
And then it, it's her, her mom. mom and maybe Vic? Definitely Vic. Okay. I mean, I'm going to say yes, because why else would you give a name to a random character? Vic was wearing a Santa hat during the Christmas tree scene. Uh, yeah. I don't think Cheryl slept with Vic to get a Christmas tree. Um, I think I think what it's happening is she was she was in the same thing Veronica was doing where she was spending a lot of money to essentially show up her mom right and then her mom I guess decided to be sleep. a prostitute yeah I don't think Cheryl slept with Vic I think Cheryl's mom did no, no yeah you were no I thought you were implying this how Cheryl got the no. tree because she would have to there's, there's she that's how her mom paid for the tree she had to get a tree on layaway Aaron. Her mom was like, give me back the money. Hmm. She probably paid with credit card. Also, her mom. I don't know. Also, also or, Mama Blossom, don't, not on Christmas morning. Or maybe her mom just is a lonely lady. It, that could be it, too. And found solace in Vic's beefy, tree-carrying arms. You know what? You know what? That could also be it. I'm, I'm going to go for that. I mean, I know this show is probably going to give us a little bit of fake thing where it's like, I don't know, sleeping with them for, for I bet Cheryl's going to bring it up. for trees. Because Cheryl always loves to go for the most dramatic thing. Yeah. But maybe she just found love with Vic. Maybe. A new character. <laughs> Great. <laughs> when Archie was like, you go with Vic. I'm like, what? What? That's a new guy? Is it he is. the Black Hood? Maybe. <gasps> Vic. So um, Veronica gets a present from Archie. It's a locket uh, with pictures the, of them in it. With faces. Um, Jughead opens his present from Betty. We already talked about that. Typewriter. Effie's really excited about the typewriter as well. And he well. wants to bring Jughead over to Betty's house so he can say thank you. And Jughead's like, uh, we broke up. I'm just going to send a text. Yeah. Betty gets a book. From Jughead. From Jughead. Um, Archie talks to his mom on the phone. <laughs> and then, uh, then Luke Perry Andrews talks to her on the phone and I'm like, they have a weird relationship. They do. They have, I mean, they're still very, they're, they're still, very close friends. They like each other. A lot. Yeah. But not romantically. No. 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 Uh, but Veronica arrives at Archie's house. And she hung up mistletoe <laughs> on the porch. This is a small thing. I don't want to nitpick it because it actually is a sort of a sweet moment. Uh, but how did she hang that mistletoe? Means she, she brought a romantic stepladder. Or she brought um, Anton. driver. Yeah. Yes. Anton. 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 Uh, uh, oh, no. no. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Oh, no. We forgot his name. <laughs> we learned it just last week. We did. <laughs> it's gone oh. already. It's an A something, I think. <laughs> I think so. Uh, no, he put up the mistletoe and went back to the car. So then she says, I love you too. And then they kiss. And someone's taking pictures of them. Yeah, we get we get like a, a an SLR view. Yeah. And we hear, I'm like, Great. Sure. Setting up this back half of the season. Yeah. Also, Archie is conflicted. Yeah, they're going to they're gonna set up that love triangle because it's like in the contract. They have to do it. And then Betty sits by the fire. And burns black hood things. And you're like, yeah, I might still need those, Betty. <laughs> Betty, you're a bad journalist. And then she holds the black hood. And she almost burns it. But then she thinks about how her darker nature has come out. Yeah. Except for yeah. it. Ha- I said this. Uh, I No, you know what? Actually, no. Never mind. Because I know what I'm going to say. It has going to be my CW moment. <laughs> well, you know what? Let's move on down to that. All right. Well, first right. we have to have a music break. All right, Aaron. Yes, That was Kevin. a fun music break. <laughs> like how we both looked at the ceiling for it. Well, that's where the music comes from. It does. So in this episode, did you find yourself a CW moment? Did I find a CW moment? Did you find yourself a moment? Did I find a moment where logic was cut down just like those Christmas trees? Cut down in its prime. But the, 
it was not sold. Those Christmas trees, they were sold, but the logic just stayed in a corner. And then it was replaced by drama. In the Christmas tree lot. These, uh... Good analogy. Are getting real a solid analogy. Tell me more about the birds. <laughs> and the birds came down, they roosted in the drama. Brought it all the way around. So my CW moment is when the serpents do charity. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Is that your, really, that's your... Yes. It's a, okay, no, it didn't cause any drama, but it was just insane. Yeah, it, once again, it clarifies that the serpents are not a gang. They're not a gang. Last week I tweeted that in last week's episode, we tried to figure out what the serpents actually do. And, oh, Kevin, we got so many re- retweets. Yeah. People are on the same page as us. Good. What do the serpents what do? What do the serpents do? What kind do? of gang are they? <laughs> What they're, kind of gang are they? They're a charitable gang. They're, they're just a bunch of friendly people who started a club. <laughs> and people just thought they were a gang because they ride motorcycles. And they were like, all <laughs> right. Also, they all get tattoos. That's true. And they call themselves things like Sweet Pea and Soft Boy. <laughs> That's also true. <laughs> Kevin, did you find a CW moment? Yeah, it's going to be the moment where Betty like tries to burn the black hood and then mm. snatches it back out and looks at it. Yeah. Because... So they're really trying to set up this Dark Betty stuff. And I feel like they're going to go through with it and it's going to be bad. Yeah, it's not going to be good. Um, because, number one, they don't really want anybody to – you're you're absolutely right with this. They don't want any of them to do anything too bad. Yeah, I and, guess I guess Jughead could cut off Penny Peabody's tattoo because she's a bad person. Yeah, I mean, that's I'd say that's probably the most – that's the roughest thing any of them have done. Yeah. Uh, and we can't count Cheryl because she's just – She lives in the world of chaos. Yeah, she's her own show. Would you watch a show that's just Cheryl? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> She's just moving from town to town, helping people. I don't even know if she has to move from town to town. I think she could just stay in one. Like, she could just stay in her house. And, like, there's not there's not even, like, episode arcs. There's, like, scene arcs where it's just, like, skits, essentially. And somehow they wrap up at the end with Cheryl's, like, insane logic. Where it's like, and then I guess in the end, I learned that I am the queen of the world. And we're so like, what? So, essentially, it's life in pieces. But all Cheryl all the time. All Cheryl all the time. Uh, <laughs> that'd be great. No, because the thing is, like, we talked about this after the episode was done before we started recording. I thought mm-hmm. what a stronger if you, if that's what they wanted if they wanted to do the Betty the Dark yeah. Betty thing a stronger bit actually would have been for Betty to have the gun. And like I understand why they gave Archie the gun because they needed to wrap up his storyline where he thought he wanted vengeance, but it turns out that he just wanted yeah. closure. But I bet they. All, but I feel like they already did that. And when when he yeah. when he ha- when he had the gun, and he I threw never, it off the bridge. I, no, no, this time. Okay, I never felt like there was a conflict in his mind because he has a gun on the black hood. And he says, "You're going to be punished for what you did." Like, yeah, he's, he, there's no moment where I felt like he's deciding not to shoot him. The moment where you think he shot him, you think he panicked and shot him. Yes, which would not have been a strong moment for me either. I think it'd be better if. Betty had the gun. And was actually torn. Yeah, it was actually or like... Or maybe she actually shot him. Like, maybe he was threatening Archie again. And she actually shoots him. Yeah, yeah. Like, like that would have been... even Whether she shoots him or not, would, I think both of them could, could work in different ways. But I think her having the gun would be stronger because... <laughs> It's a better storyline. Because they want to do Dark Betty, and so let's let her get dark. Yeah, well, let's let her have the choice. Yeah. Because up until now... Like, here's the thing. Let's imagine this is actually the end of the Black Hood. Mm-hmm. Let's imagine that's how <laughs> Let's it is. imagine this is the end. It's yeah. not. Um, the, the arc of this season would be Black Hood appears, yep. taunts Betty, mm-hmm. and makes her, like... Question her... Question her morality. Yeah. But then her morality is never in question. She's great. Yes. So if that's what the arc they wanted to take, 
then we need more moments where she questions her morality. We need the moment where she has the gun and can, can choose to shoot the Black Hood or choose not to shoot him. And she needs to be put in these these situations and be questioning on her own volition, not because the Black Hood is like, but are you evil? Yeah. Well, <laughs> Which like, is what he did with the mask. Yeah. And the part where she's like burying him. Now, so I was in the middle of something there, but uh, we might have to leave. Like, If we did not make those quesadillas, like, and our ride might be here. Right now. So, uh, so um, hey, you should uh, rate and review us on... Uh, <laughs> On uh, uh, iTunes, uh, Apple Podcasts. Yeah, do all that stuff. You uh, should also hit us up can, on social media. Yeah, yeah, you can yeah. do that. And also, um, Riverdale's on break. So we'll be back next week with oh, the OC or something. The OC. We're going to finish the OC, yes. hopefully. Yes, all right. Okay. All right. Bye. Is the Black Hood truly dead? How dark will Dark Betty go? What is the meaning of the bird flowers? For answers to all this and more, join us on January 16th for the next episode of Mystery Outsiders and Abs. A teen drama fan cast? Nice. January 16th-ish. That's when the episode is. Yeah, it'll be somewhere around there. Be somewhere around there. Just making updates. Bye! Bye!